disappear faster than a bun at a Weight Watchers convention the moment you got on the wrong side of him. Steggs was keen for that not to happen. He pulled a weighing machine out of the bag and put it on the desk, hoping that it would act as a hint, which it did. Falano turned in his chair and nodded to one of the bodyguards, who was leaning against the opposite wall next to the king-sized bed with the silk sheets. The bodyguard, also wearing dark glasses, in fact Falano was the only one of them who wasn't, left his post and walked into an adjoining room, emerging a few moments later with a briefcase. He brought the briefcase over to the table and handed it to Falano. There was a moment's pause while Falano fiddled with the locks. Then the briefcase flicked open. He put it on the table with the open part facing Steggs. There was a single kilo bag of coke in there. Steggs stared at Falano. Our deal was for 20 kilos, not for one. I was under the impression you were a major player. Come on, Steve. We're wasting our time here, said Vokes, using the code name for Steggs he always liked to stick to. Falano didn't even look at him. Instead, he addressed Steggs. You talk about trust, Steve, and I understand that. But tell me this, how can I trust you? You could be anyone. You could be a police officer, for all I know. I think my colleague might be right, Mr. Falano. Maybe we're wasting our time here. I thought I'd provided you with all the credentials you needed, plus 20 grand of our money for that first kilo. If you still don't think I'm kosher after all that, then there's nothing I can do about it. Steg started to stand up. Maybe you ought to look for another buyer. I have the rest of the consignment nearby, but I now wish to see the money. Okay. But I want to see the rest of the gear at the same time. Falano nodded. Sure. I understand that. The money's not here, but it's also nearby. I'll show you it, Mr. Falano, and one of your men. But I'm not going outside with all of you. It's too risky. We'll arouse suspicion. Then your partner will need to stay here. Vokes looked at Steggs, his expression one of concern. I told you this was a waste of time, Steve. We don't need to deal with people like this. He stepped away from the table. Steggs put his hand up. Hold on, Paulie. Wait a minute. What's the point? We're just getting taken round the houses here. Because I didn't drive all the way over here for nothing. That's why. He turned to the Colombian. All right, Mr. Falano. Here's what I suggest. My man stays here with two of yours. Then you and me, and your other guy, take a walk down to wherever you've got the stuff. You show it to me, and after that, if you want, I'll take you to the money. Then we return here and make the transaction. How does that sound? Vokes wanted to say something, but Steg gave him a look that said, Come on, don't blow this. And Vokes appeared to relent, although he didn't look too happy about it.
But that was the thing about the drugs business, particularly the high end. The complete lack of trust meant that even a routine retail transaction required a half-hour debate and more than a couple of heart-stopping risks. Falano thought about it for a moment. OK, he said, nodding slowly. That sounds fair. Steggs turned to his mate, who'd now sat down again. Are you all right with staying here for a few moments, Paulie? No, not really. Maybe you should stay here. We've decided, said Falano with some finality. You stay here. Steggs patted Vokes on the shoulder. I'll only be gone for a few moments, and I don't think Mr Falano here is reckless enough to cause any problems in a hotel room with thin walls in the middle of Heathrow.